Podcast Fam. Today, we're bringing you founder and CEO, Mary Wilson of Spa Royale. Mary is a proud graduate of the University of Florida. Go get his baby! <laughs> With a degree of sociology and business, she is a licensed nail specialist, esthetician, and massage therapist. I cannot believe I said that all the way through perfectly. Back in 2003, Mary wanted to create a day spa experience that was exceptional in every way to provide that true escape from everyday life, something we all need once in a while. Definitely in a COVID-19 world. (laughs) In today's show, we talk about providing a personal experience in the social distance world of 2020 and 2021, ensuring an incredible customer experience, Google reviews, firing customers, and so much more. Enjoy today's episode. You are listening to WHOA Podcast, coming to you from Gainesville, Florida. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the WHOA GNV Podcast, the podcast bringing you businesses and individuals that make you go, whoa. whoa. That wasn't harmony, but you know, we're working on it. <laughs> we were so close. We, were, we, were. we just had that am going. What's up, buddy? How much, man? Can you believe this? So this episode released on March 29th. We are already a quarter of the way through the year. COVID is still here. <laughs> but, you know. I can't believe it's been a year. Can you believe it's, it's been, been a year of this mess? A year. Mary, a year. Yeah, <laughs> a year. And we let March come back again. Right. <laughs> what were we thinking? Anyway, I'm, I'm excited to kind of things dive are, in. Things are trending the right way, though. I mean, like... I mean, we're we're recording this uh, what is March 9th, and and I mean, there, there's there's things to look forward to. Vaccines are getting rolled out. Whether you know whatever it, it looks, if you're if you're an optimistic person, there's plenty plenty of reasons to be optimistic, and uh, hopefully we can start moving far away from all of this stuff now that we've hit the year mark. I don't know. Be optimistic, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just my, leave it at that. My optimism hasn't left me, you know. Uh, yeah, man. But. Well, let's get going on today's episode. But before we do, we gotta give so much love to the people that make this possible, y'all. Um, I just wanted to give lots of love and appreciation to my guys over at the UF Mover Guys. Podcast fam, if you are moving in between houses or business locations, be sure to contact our friends Brad and Jordan over at UF Mover Guys. They have the crew to get your move done. The UF Mover Guys are licensed and insured and will move anyone, anything, anywhere where they don't have temp labor workers they are professionally trained team members they have over 600 google reviews with a 4.9 star rating they offer fast and free no obligation estimates and they take zero money up front and make sure you are 100 satisfied before you pay for their services Give them a call at 352-415-0886. Again, that's 352-415-0886. Or visit them at ufmoverguys.com. You can also hear their story and about their business by jumping back like 40 episodes to episode 102, where they were featured right here on the show, baby. That's 42 if you can math. Yeah. 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 Also, <laughs> be sure to check out episode 82 while you're out there surfing through the archives where we had Kevin Lytle from Gainesville Harley Davidson on the show. It's always fun to talk shop with those guys. Uh, Gainesville Harley Davidson is a huge community supporter and has become a sponsor of this show. We thank them so much for that. There's always something fun going on at Gainesville Harley Davidson. So be sure to check out their events and promotions page at GainesvilleHarley.com and follow them on Facebook and Instagram to stay in the know of all the exciting things they have going on. Uh, always great food, friends, music uh, on hand at bike nights. Uh, 
that was bike nights are the last Friday of every month from 5 to 9 p.m. I know they also have that uh, annual chili cook-off, which is also uh, a huge draw and a, a lot of fun. Uh, you can visit their showroom just off of Northwest 39th Avenue and I-75 in Gainesville. Call them at 352-331-6363 and visit their website at GainesvilleHarley.com. At Gainesville Harley, you're not just any rider, you're family. Our family, baby. Our family. <laughs> love Kevin and the gang over there. And you guys, I want to give mad love to our own Sarah Lenz and give her a little shout out for this amazing scavenger hunt that she is doing. Um, it's with her team from Fishing for Vision and the Florida Kidsite Foundation. Come celebrate the senior class of 2021 by participating in a scavenger hunt all around Gainesville. Grab your family, friends, and of course, your graduating senior to have all eyes on deck to embark on the hunt. Prizes will be awarded with the winning team earning $250. Register today at facebook.com slash GNV scavenger hunt. Don't forget the slash. <laughs> don't forget the slash. It'll send y'all. you somewhere you don't want to get She said last time I forgot the slash. I don't know if that's true or not. But facebook.com slash GNV scavenger hunt. And definitely support our amazing team member, Sarah Lentz, and this incredible thing that she's doing. Uh, fishing for Vision and the Florida Kidsite Foundation. You get me excited anytime you talk about scavenger hunts, so I'm, I'm like interested. Mike's in, Mike's yeah. in. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. yeah. You guys, I'm excited to get into today's show. Today, we have Mary Wilson, founder and CEO of Spa Royale Day Spa, which has been serving the Gainesville community since 2003. Mary, welcome to our show. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm excited to have you here. You've been you've been serving the community longer than New Scooters for less. Right. Ass. I was gonna say, wait a one up. I know, wait a one us up. We were here 2004, 2003. Yeah. Gainesville has changed a lot since 2003. Oh my, has it? So I'm excited to hear all about your story, your journey. So take us back take us back to the day where you decided you wanted to get into this business and and i don't know all of it tell us your story well let's see let me go all the way back (laughs) um to 2003 i actually was um at the university of florida um you know i was a student at the university of florida and i was actually going to school for veterinary medicine. I had gotten into college for ag- agriculture and I was gonna become a vet and that was my dream and I was gonna do it. And then physics started and all these crazy classes and I realized really quickly that I am not that smart. <laughs> I just, I not was like, area. yeah, it was just like, whoa, let me just uh, rethink this because um, all this, uh, <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> it's not, not gonna going happen. That, that and also I realized that, you know, That's getting funny. into that, you know, I, I, when you get to the other side of veterinary medicine, you know, where it's not the fun part, I was like, I'm gonna be that veterinarian that's like in jail because I'm not gonna let you have your dog back because <laughs> it's not being treated well or whatever, you know? So it was like that kind of thing. So anyway, I changed majors. Um, I switched over to business and sociology. Um, at UF, and while I was doing all of that, I was also in insurance school. I was a little bit of an overachiever, I think, looking back, actually. Um, But yeah, I was gonna be an insurance babe, I was gonna do all this stuff, and all this business, 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 and you know, run the family company, and da-da-da-da-da, and then I 
found that I didn't like any of that. And what I was doing to get myself through college at the time was nails. Um, I was a licensed nail tech and I worked at a spa and I loved the spa. The spa industry was just like my love. And, you know, and doing all of this business stuff. And I mean, oh my gosh, nobody told me that business is like a math degree. Right? Like, I mean, it's awful. It pretty much is. But nobody tells you that, you know? I mean, like, I still have yet to use calculus. (laughs) You know? I'll never forget that weed out course. It was awful. But anyway, so, um, yeah, I just, um, I, 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 I found that where my passion lied was in that spa industry, you know, um, nails. I love that. And I came up with this idea. Um, I had worked at several spas in, in, in the Gainesville community at the time. And, I knew that, I don't know, I felt like I could do better, you know? I felt like I could really deliver um, a much better spa experience, you know, using top quality products, really caring about um, providing a nurturing, healing place for clients, you know? I just felt like, you know, the spas that were around, I mean, they were good, but there was something lacking, you know what I mean? I feel like that human connection was lacking in just delivering that entire spa experience package, you know, that, um, I don't know, it's not just get you in and get you out type thing, you know? So anyway, um, I I decided I'm going to open a spa. (laughs) And um, at the time I was married and uh, my father-in-law was an amazing businessman. And when I pitched my idea to him, he was like, what? Because, you know, I was going to do all this insurance stuff, you know, and take care of apartment complexes and da, 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 da. And I put together my plan and he was like, you know what? I think this is amazing and I'm going to help you and I'm going to support you and your decision. And nobody could believe it because he was like, you know, hardcore, like seriously. Like, what kind of business was he into? Oh, um, construction and um, owning apartment complexes and building. He was a civil engineer. Um, but anyway, I, yeah, from that day forward, you know, I started planning and then I went to esthetician school. Um, and all the while I was still at the University of Florida. I actually opened my spa in 2003 and I was still, I didn't graduate from the University of Florida until 2004. I just, I like to finish what I start, I guess, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, I have a sociology degree and a business degree, but I haven't really, um, that's not what has been my passion in life. You know, my, I've, my licensing is where it's got me, you know, where I am. So when I graduated from UF in 2004, um, then in 2005, I decided to go to massage school. So I'm a licensed massage therapist, esthetician, nail tech. I do it all. So when, when did you get your, uh, license for nail tech? 1997. So you had already done that before you started at UF? Yep. Okay. Yep. So I would work like, you know, part-time jobs doing nails to get me through college and that kind of thing. And then you were doing like the esthetician stuff like side by side with your degree program? Yeah. So I was, was crazy that? like that. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, I'm you telling just, you guys. Like, like college thinking, life or? No, I mean, just in thinking back, I'm like, how did I do all this? Like, I really don't know because I did a lot. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like I was like overly busy. Like, you know, I kept myself overly busy, like overly busy. Like, I don't know. So it's like, you know, sometimes I find myself having a little less patience with people that are like, I just can't because I, I have to, you know, I've got to do this. So I've got, and I'm just like, no, 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 you can, <laughs> you're choosing not to, because I know we can do a lot more than what we put you know, our minds to. So, so. What, what year did you graduate? You have? 2004. 
2004. All right. Mm-hmm. So you started. You did very. It was very similar kind of construction as as to what I did. It was like you actually started yeah. the business before graduating. <laughs> I mean, like. I kind of remember, so mine was in my last semester, and I really remember being in that last semester, and like, here you are, I'm kind of like, I'm done with school at this point. Uh-huh. Like, my mindset is like, oh, I'm so done with this, but it's like, all right, I'm so close, I just gotta finish. Gotta finish, just gotta, gotta do finish. it, you just gotta, gotta do finish. it. Yeah, I mean, were you, were you just like dying to get out of school like, at that point? Like that senioritis. Uh, yeah, man, for real. Listen, and I'm gonna tell you, like, my professors were amazing at that time. Like, you know, it was all about communication for me, like really letting them know, look, this is what I've got going on. I don't think I'm the normal student. <laughs> Um, you know, but they were so kind and so like flexible with me and just really helped me. And I think that's why I was able to, you know, continue and finish and, and, and get that degree that I proudly hang that I don't use. <laughs> <laughs> the, you know, it's crazy because if you look back at our time in school, right, mm-hmm. that they really the only entrepreneurial focused classes were principles of entrepreneurship. That's it. Like, did you take that with Rossi? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, like, principles Whoa. of entrepreneurship. Like, that was like, it. that was it. Like, that was the only. That was yep. the only entrepreneurship class there really was. That's it. And then, uh, you know, it's funny because as soon as we you know, get through graduation, we, now we got businesses. I'm like, oh, now a few years later, now you can get your master's in entrepreneurship, and now you can get your master's in social media. And I, it's like all these extra like degrees and graduate programs started coming out. I'm like, I'm like, dang, they should have had that back in the day, man. Right, like, I right. Probably gone Where would we be right now if that was, like, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Just like I don't know, more entrepreneurial classes would have been would have been awesome. But anyway, it's funny because that that one class is still like the the class that I remember. Right, and Professor Rossi has me come back and speak. It had me speak multiple times in the class since. Yeah, it's been really, really cool. So, I don't know, just uh, interesting stuff. So, I mean, like, talk to me about the the process since. I mean, it's been a long time since two thousand three. So, what has the journey? What is the entrepreneurial journey since you since you started? Uh, well, I mean, it's it's been I think like every entrepreneurial journey. You know, it's got its up and downs. It's ups and downs. It's um. It's challenging, it's um, perseverance, <laughs> and staying the course, being persistent. Um, Have you been, always been in the same location, or? No, actually, yeah, where, I, sta- you start at? I started uh, um, by the mall, uh, where Painting with a Twist is now, next door to McAllister's Deli. I was there for 10 years. Um, I leased that place for 10 years, and then um, moved to Tower 24 in 2000, 12 and I was there for eight years and just recently was able to actually purchase my first building so congratulations um, yeah dude I listen I'm still like I can't believe this happened I mean I just bought it in November of 2020 yeah 2020 <laughs> um, something but, good that came out of 2020 I don't oh know. man and it's my dream building it's a it's a building that I wanted three years ago but I was like oh my god I can't afford that I can't I think I talked myself out of it you know and I was just like and then something happened this year and I was like I saw it again and I was like I need to reach out I need to like see if I can do this why not why can't I? You Hold know on, what I mean? So what was that thing? What, what what changed your mind over the three years that gave you the the desire to like go after it versus three years ago when you didn't? Um, 
confidence. I think, you know, doing that 75 hard program and, okay. and changing my mindset and being like, you know, not This is a program talking. she was telling us about before the show, everybody, right. just so. Yeah, I mean, it just, um, not limiting myself, you know what I mean? Like, like getting uncomfortable and pursuing something that, hey, I've worked 18 years of my life, you know, and, and, and to have a business and with the rent and everything that I've paid, oh my goodness, you know, if I look back, I'm like, whoa, <laughs> a, I could have had like two of these now. Yeah. But, um, but you know. That's a dangerous game to play. Yeah, but it just, <laughs> everything fell into place, man. Everything fell into place and it was just like amazing and it was a true blessing and I am so excited, you know, to now own my own building and the building is massive. It's way bigger than I ever dreamed. I, I, um, you know, it's funny because I had downsized a little bit, you know, because after um, where I was in my original location, you know, it was 2008, 2009 recession. Mm -hmm. So, you know, went through that recession. And as a day spa owner, you know, that's kind of a, um, you know, a disposable income type business. Right. Um, it's also... Um, one of the first things that a lot of people, you know, can cut out. However, you know, I feel like, you know, it's not just about um, getting pampered and a luxury. It's also about your wellness, you know, and stress relief and really taking care of yourself. And so when, you know, people get that benefit, you know, of really escaping and being able to relax and, and get away and just really like fill their cup up and, and, and just do something for themselves. Um, just watching that change in their livelihood and, and their everyday life and everything is just rewarding, you know? So um, that's been pretty cool, you know, to watch. Um, I'm literally like right now, like 10 different questions as she's speaking. Right. <laughs> I, got, I got so many different things to get to talk about. First, so my first would be like, let, let's kind of, I would love to kind of hear about the 2007, 2008. I mean, was that like your first trial in oh, business since, since 2003? You started in 2003, things were kind of good, pretty smooth sailing. Listen, yeah, I mean, I was able to, um, I started the business when I was 30 years old and um, by year five, I was a million dollar company. And that's without without hair, which was really cool. Like I was a, just a strictly a body spa, you know. So we did massages, facials, waxing, manicures, pedicures, natural, you know, all that stuff, but no hair. Um, so that was like pretty amazing. And I mean, we were coasting, we were doing great. It was amazing. Then boom, you know, the recession. I literally went from, uh, you know, having like per se like like a hundred thousand dollar month to 40, $44,000, like it was cut in half like that. It was crazy, it was so stressful. And I was just like, what can I do? I've gotta save my business, you know? I, I believed in my business so much and I loved my business so much that I was willing to do whatever I had to do to save it and to, to continue, you know? But it was hard because my rent was astronomical at the place where I was at the time because I was by the Oaks Mall when the Oaks Mall was something. <laughs> you know, back in the day. <laughs> um, but, uh, so, yeah, I mean, I had to get creative. I mean, I sold pine trees, real estate, everything I had to do to keep my business afloat. No joke. So, we got through that and we rebounded and I was like, okay. And then I decided, you know, it was time to make a move. Um, and at that time, when we moved to Tower 24, I downsized a little bit because I was like about 5,500 square feet in my original space. Um, and then I moved to Tower 24 and, you know, downsized a little bit and I felt comfortable. I felt good. You know, we were doing great and we, we did really well. Um, and then. Were you very growth focused up to that point? Like when you start, like, you know, I, I'm always curious about, you know, somebody who decides to open up a small business. Mm -hmm. It's like you know, 
I, I instantly got into it. I was like, oh, we're gonna we're gonna take this thing to twenty five million dollars. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was yeah. like, it's like this mindset of like grow, 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 grow. And I think along the journey, you're like, oh, wait, wait a second, this is <laughs> maybe this is not what I want, you know. So when you stepped into the game of business, right, were you very like growth mindset, or was like, no, this is just like. I just wanted to have my own job, my own like that, my own work, my own lifestyle. You know, how, how focused were you on growth, I guess? I was pretty focused on growth. Like I, I really wanted to grow my business. It was important to me to be able to um, provide jobs, you know, in, in a really positive and healthy environment for people because um, it's just, you know, there are a lot of places that you can work that aren't so healthy. And um, so it was important to me, you know, to, to grow at that time. Um, and then, you know, when I scaled back a little bit, I mean, it's what I needed. You know, I wanted to scale back. And, and was that for you personally? Or was that, a, you know, an effect of it the, was, the recession? It was for me personally, but it was also um, because of numbers and where we were, it was, I, I wouldn't have any wasted space. Um, because in my previous space, I had, you know, some wasted space. So basically I cut out wasted space. So I maximized, you know, the new space that I was in. And now, <laughs> talk about downsizing, <laughs> now I tripled in size. <laughs> so I, um, yeah, she's massive, but she's beautiful and she's mine. So, it's so yeah, amazing. so I mean, like, talk to me about this because I'm, uh, you know, I hear, you know, the entire world has been affected by COVID-19. Yes. And I mean, my first inkling is that business would go down and be bad because like social distancing, nobody wants to be touched. <laughs> like, right. don't touch me, don't, you know, don't can't put, your, really, don't can't put really, your hands on yeah, me for a massage really, can't right Can't really now. give you a massage, social, uh, socially distant <laughs> like, massage, I even saw, like, I'm not these, sure. Yeah, I even saw the like, these memes like, the with the like, hand like, <laughs> from like a distance like this. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. how the hell did yeah. you grow? So listen, <laughs> listen, this is what I've learned, okay? This is what 2020 taught me. When the whole shutdown occurred, I was like, wow, I've been in business for 18 years, never in my life, well, as you know, I mean, right, never in our lives, in our entrepreneurial life, have we been just shut down? Like, just told, no, no more, done. Like, everything that you worked for your entire life stopped overnight. That was it. So, I had the choice. I had to make a choice. I'm either going to get down, cry, be upset, wallow in desperation or I'm going to get creative and I'm going to look at this as a challenge and I'm going to embrace it and I'm going to totally do the path of least resistance and what is for me shall not pass me and that was my attitude and that was actually my motto for January of 2020 was the path of least resistance you know really just allowing what is for me to you know manifest and 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 not be Controlling, trying to control it, you know? So when the shutdown occurred, man, it was like, whoa. So it's like, whoa. <laughs> I, um, I had to get creative. I'm like, what can I do? What can I do to still stay in front of my clients, to still, you know, keep the spa royale 
business alive in some way, shape, or form. Because at that time, I didn't know it was going to happen. I mean, listen, I own a day spa. Like, you can't, there, there is not, it's an intimate um, business. You know what I mean? I mean, we're in people's faces. I mean, you, you know, there's no way to socially distance a massage or a manicure, a pedicure, a facial. I mean, there's just not, you know? So I decided that I wanted to um, do, like, little boxes, and send them, you know, deliver them to my clients. And that's what I did. I literally became like Mary Prime. I would, even if it was just a candle, something that I could say, take to them that was like a happy, happy mail, happy box, you know, um, a manicure kit so they could take care of their nails since they couldn't come to the spa, you know, skincare, candles, you know, whatever I could do to make them happy. And so every Friday we had curbside pickup um, where we would, you know, do fill orders and and deliver them and then it became like an everyday job like literally I was like driving around with my dog (laughs) from house to house you know dropping things off at every front porch and um, so from that I created my spa box and now that's a monthly subscription spa box that I send out all over the world Um, so that was a pretty cool thing to come out of the whole shutdown and also I learned all over the world so yes. this is taking you from a Gainesville business to... In the U.S. continental, okay. continental Con- U.S., but yes. Yeah. All right, so you're shipping all over the country now. All over the country, yeah. I mean, that's not, and that's an opportunity that would not have been there if it hadn't been for a pandemic. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, it wouldn't have been seized yeah, in the moment exactly. anyway. Yeah, exactly, yeah. You might have come across it later in the career, but like it was yeah. because of this, you're like, yeah. all right, I'm gonna do this thing. And then, you know... It's awesome. And then, this, <laughs> and, this, and then this is the other thing, you guys. Like, I also learned how much our clients love us, like how much of an impact my business has actually created in this community. And you guys know why, let me tell you why. Because I have a wellness membership, right? And I was prepared to stop everybody's memberships because I, you know, I was like, I can't take your money and I'm not able to deliver your service. I'm not able to give you that massage, I'm not able to. Do you know that less than five out of all of my wellness memberships clients canceled. They kept supporting us even through the shutdown. Like it was amazing. Like I couldn't believe it. You know, I was just like, wow. Yeah. And so feeling the love from the community and, and just knowing, you know, that I've created a place that, that really means something to them. And it was just like, I don't know. It was just awesome to really feel the love, like to truly feel the love, you know? And when it came time to uh, reopen, well, when we were allowed to reopen, I literally had a Zoom meeting with my team and I asked them, I was like, what do you guys wanna do? Because I was prepared to go, like to just be done with the business and do something different or reopen, but I wanted it to be up to my team. So I literally left that decision up to all of my team members. We had a Zoom meeting and every single one of them wanted to come back to work. Every single one of them wanted to get started on providing that safe, beautiful, nurturing, healing space for our clients again. And it was just the most incredible thing, you know, because my team all wanted to come back, you know, and my clients all wanted to come back. And it's because of that, that we're still here. And it's just, it's been such a blessing, such an awakening, you know, and then to be able to buy my dream building and and expand and grow. I mean, it's just been amazing, honestly, amazing, you know? So you had to shut down, right? Yeah. Like what time frame were you shut down for? Two and a half months. 
Okay, so you, you reopened. It was kind of like mid March when it was all happening, right? So yeah. Was, when and, did you reopen? Um, Do you remember the date? I don't remember the date, but it was like um, towards the end of May. Okay. How many team members? Similar timeline to us, right? We have a twenty. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so we we reopened around June first. We were never completely shut down. Service department stayed open, but we went back to uh, whatever normal was uh, open to the public at capacities. Or yeah, I would argue that 1st. you're an essential business. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mary's an essential business. Yeah. Stress. Do you know the stress that I'm under right listen, now? Listen, I need listen, that massage. Let's go. I know. I mean, we definitely. And you know, clients would send us emails. You are essential to me, and I can't Aww. wait. You know, things like that. And it was just like so awesome and so sweet. You know, and such a blessing to know how much you're loved and to have the validation because this is another thing. You know, since I started my business in 2003, like. Being extremely clean and providing a healthy environment is so important to me that, you know, we would always get like, you know, we'd get some shit, you know, from people because it would be like, they'd call and be like, well, I can get a pedicure at the mall for $19.99. Oh, yeah. And yours is like $55. This was back in the day. You know, now it's a lot more than that. But it's like, I use top of the line ingredients and we use hospital grade disinfectants and da, 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 da. And you know what's happened, which has been really cool, is that I've seen a ton of our old clients, which listen, everybody has a budget and I'm not going to be mad at you if you can't afford to come to the spa all the time and you need to, you know, take a break and go somewhere. That's fine, you know, but what I did find is that a lot of those clients that used to come to us back in the day have resurfaced because guess what? They know that at Spa Royale, they're gonna be you, safe. You know what I mean? You get what you pay for. Yeah, right? totally. No, you really do. Like, I mean, you really do. And, and and that was something that, you know, was really cool, you know, to get some validation on doing the right thing for so many years and then it coming back and like, you know, like, yeah, like they're back because they know, they feel safe. And, you know, not only that, I mean, when I rebuilt this new place that I just bought, installed like air scrubbers and all of my AC units and you gotta check it out, air scrubbers. If you don't know about the air scrubber, air scrubbers are amazing. Um, but they totally like clean the air and purify it and um, destroy contaminants on, on surfaces and stuff. Like, it's really cool. People can breathe so much better. It's amazing. But, you know, just above and beyond, a little above and beyond, you know, to make sure that, you know, we're as safe and healthy as possible in our in our space, you know? So how'd you get the deal done on the real estate? Because I just feel like during this time, it's a personal experience. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of the banks were like, you know, hey, like we'll we're, like we'll look at the numbers, but we want to make we want to wait this thing out a little bit. They were being really conservative, like they were really like we, we want to kind of see how this plays out. We want to make sure everything kind of gets back to normal. You're talking about Mary just rolled up with a wad of cash and said this building's <laughs> mine. Is that what you did, Mary? You just no, like, threw down def- cash. Uh, like, definitely not. <laughs> um, no, we we were able. I mean, because to- was there had to be some hesitancy in like hey like. We can't finance this for you because, like, you were shut down for two and a half months yeah. and we got to, like, see how this plays out. Oh, or, right, right, right. But I had, I mean, it was a blessing, let me tell you. Like, I actually was able to buy this building from one of my very own VIP members. Oh, wow. Uh, how awesome is that? Right? Awesome. Like, amazing. And everything just worked out perfect. You know what I mean? Like, everything just fell in line and it was just like a ble- like a true blessing. I actually worked this deal, you guys. Like, you guys, like, this is, this is, I was, we go to Vermont every October. We spend like the New England fall out there, right? And we actually move there for the whole month of October. 
I work this entire deal while I was in Vermont, in the woods. I'm like, when I'm out there hiking, it's like, I got one more. I can sign this document. I can sign this document, you know? And I was like, so I literally worked this entire deal when I was like, yeah, "Yeah, that's what we do, right? You got to get it done. Got to figure out a way. But it was really cool. Like thinking about that, I'm like, man, I'm like literally in the woods, like making these deals, you know, real estate deals. Like it was awesome. So that's cool. Yeah. So, I mean, now that, I mean, are things normalizing for you? I mean, you've moved into this new location. Yep. You've been in that location since November? What'd you say? Well, I purchased it on November 3rd. November 3rd. And actually today is our first one. uh, uh, We've been in there for an entire month. So we literally just moved in there. Okay. So beginning of February is when you got in there. Yeah, February 9th we reopened. It's been awesome. Like, I am telling you, like, you guys, it's crazy. Like, I am just so humbled, you know, by the outpouring of support from this community and just like, it's been great. That's awesome. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. 18 years for this moment. (laughs) Definitely not an overnight success type thing, but you know, um, there's always good energy too, right? Right. When you're in the process of making that transition, that move, like I bet the team was like really into it. I remember when we moved here, it was like, it was so exciting. We were moving to this building. It was just so exciting. There was a lot of activity going on. Everybody was kind of amped about it. Yeah, totally. And I've I've got like so much more coming like it's just crazy like I'm uh, adding a salon I've never had a salon and I'm gonna be renting out rooms to individual hairstylists because I mean this pay when I t- you guys are gonna have to come visit yeah okay. it's it's, so it's you're going like total transformation total and I'm also opening the honeycomb cafe um, because I've got the room and so we're gonna be able to like you know sell beer wine um, so you really don't want people to coffee, leave. <laughs> no, I want to. I want to be your destination. That's I want to be awesome. your true escape in Gainesville, in the middle of Gainesville. Like when you come, and you feel like you're in a whole other place. Are you a like? Are you a? Do you ever get stressed out? <laughs> I'll let you know, as an entrepreneur with all these uh, resources yes. and benefits, you get, yes. you get stressed out. You're like, yes. You're like, oh man, like I need my own two hour massage right yeah, now. Yeah, like, let's go. People think that I don't get stressed out, you know, that is a spa or everything's always like so relaxing and wonderful. <laughs> I need you to keep your voice down over there. This is a spa. Are, are you your Shut spa's up. best customer? I, I guess that's the real question. No, and sadly I'm not. <laughs> that's a problem. I'm going to work on that. Yeah. I feel like you should be your number one customer. I should. I really should. <laughs> oh, man. That's awesome. Now, talk a little bit more about the experience, though, because I mean, we talked a little bit about differentiation when you first you decided that you were going to go after this niche, uh, because it's very, very much is, and and. I've had limited experiences with um, even getting a massage. I think I've had two in my we're life. Gonna and we're, yeah, that, we're gonna have to change that. Yeah, we're gonna have to change that. We're gonna talk about it too because <laughs> I got some stuff I want to say about it. But one thing that's true about it is like, especially if you don't, I'm gonna say, especially if you don't pamper yourself enough, like you don't ever want it to end, right? So what I'm getting from you, and I kind of want you to just like elaborate a little bit. It's like I joked about like you not wanting people to leave, but what is that experience like from the time that they book, whether it's a massage or whatever? Like, how do you bring these people in and just make them feel like they don't have to leave, like they're on vacation, that they can like milk this as long as they want because it's a, a you know a vacation for them. It's a reprieve. So. I just surround like like my team. Okay. 
It all starts with my team, honestly, because they love what they do. We are so passionate about what we do. It's an honor for us to have you come in and allowing us to work on you, right? So we want it to be a wonderful experience from the moment you walk in. Like when you walk up to our space, you're gonna hear the fountain, you're gonna hear the wind chimes, it's gonna set that, it just feels so good. You're gonna just get in that mood. They, you come in, you know, you're offered warm hand towels by the front desk girls. They escort you to the relaxation lounge. Your therapist comes and gets you, provides a bomb ass massage. <laughs> a killer facial. Um, and then, you know, they escort you out. You're able to relax in the sauna. Um, I've got a salt room coming. I've got a rooftop nice. area that we're going to be working on. And, you know, we just, we love what we do. And and I just, you know, we just want to be that place where you you come in and you feel comfortable and you feel, you know, genuinely cared for. You know, like everybody that is on my team loves people and loves changing you know, you might come in not feeling so good or, you know, having a bad day and, and, you know, and then when you leave, just watching the transformation, it is so satisfying. You so know? are these things like all a card? Are they pay per experience or is it like if you book this length of massage, you get access to everything under the sun like type of deal or? Well, um, so we have packages, so you can come and stay for several hours a day, um, and we provide lunches um, with those packages. You can come in and just get a massage. You can come in and just get a manicure and a pedicure. You can come in and just get waxing. You know, so I mean, really, it's up to you. We can customize anything. So, so strictly business here. How yep. much of that is like? Are people booking this stuff in advance? Like they know what they're going to come in and do and, and then they're going to leave only having done that. And how much of it is uh, they came in for this, but by the end of the day, they left with this huge bill because they didn't want to ever stop. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you, you do a really good job of upselling them because they're having such a good time and they don't want to yeah. put it in. Yeah, no, my clients know. They they book in advance. They know what they want. And then they'll add, okay. they'll, they'll add on here and there, you know, but... Um, just want to spend the whole day, right? Yeah, like, what, like, <laughs> the whole the whole thing. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can we can hook that oh, up. And I ended up end up on the rooftop, hanging out, watching. You need to be like, you need to have the Colin Austin package there name. For yeah, you. yeah. So is there this true? Our boy Clint Asbell's got a package. <laughs> I knew you were gonna bring him up. Yes, he does. The Diddy, the Diddy style. style. That's right. That's right. It's called right. the Diddy style. Yeah, it's oh the Diddy style. Listen. Diddy style comes with champagne. Are you guys? We had cheese board, right? What episode was? Listen, yes. So you get Clint was on episode sixty four. Episode sixty four with Sheena. Yes, those are my best friends. Okay. I love them. And from Hale Je- Jewelry and Loans. Yep. So he's got his own package. Yeah, yeah, he does. And how do I? How do we get the whoa? G&A I was gonna say they're calling all the girls package. Yeah. <laughs> calling. Well, well, <laughs> calling all the girls package. That was my MySpace name back in the day. <laughs> Got him oh again. God, he likes funny. to bring. He likes to bring it up all that's the time. That's funny. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe I need a package. How, nah, I shouldn't. I was gonna say how much. Is, how much has Clint spent there to get his own package? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm just gonna well, be bold now. Listen, the listen. You guys already know how Diddy rolls. Yes, you guys already know how Diddy rolls. Okay. I do know how Diddy rolls. Yeah. All right. Well, so, shout out to Clint and Sheena. Love heck those yeah. guys. So you talked about how important your team is. Is there, is there something like? I mean, do you have like a like business core values or like how do you get them unified to the same message um, so that they can all you know be focused on creating that experience? So we meet every single month. Um, 
every single month we get together and we talk and we communicate because I feel that communication is the key to everything. It's the key to success in life, um, your professional life. You know, with with communication, you solve everything. So it's really important to me that my team meets regularly and, you know, we just sit down and we talk about everything. And, you know, um, I have a very transparent and open relationship with all of my team members, you know, so we're always open to hearing them. um, And we're committed to working together and making everything as smooth as possible, you know, making the experiences as seamless as possible. And, you know, their happiness and work balance and and, um, all of that is important to me, you know, so Yes, I believe in working hard, but I also believe in playing hard, too, you know, so it's just um, it's just a matter of of mutual respect and communication and making sure that we talk, you know, that we talk about it. And, you know, they they know, you know, they know what I expect. They know what Spa Royale stands for, you know, and, and. you know, we work as a team, so we all know that, you know, what one team member does affects the rest of the team. So we always want to be, you know, on our A game, always. So it's it's hard in any job, but especially it's underscored in a, a customer-facing, customer service experience type job where you have employees that, that really... They, they can't bring their outside lives or any problems or anything like that to work with them because it's so, uh, it has such an infectious like ability on, on the experience, the aura Absolutely. that they provide. Absolutely, so, we talk about that all the time. So yeah, so t- talk talk about those conversations because like sometimes, I mean, even on a small business side, we've talked about like theoretically, if, if you've got a team member that feels like, you know, whatever's happening in their personal life, they know that they can't deliver the customer experience that's in line with the company. Like, how how do you relieve that person, reallocate them for the day or send them home, but maybe you can't afford to do so? Like, we we run into these things in small business, but Mm -hmm. for somebody that runs business like yours, like, and I got an experience I'll share personally later later on, but like you don't want, some, if someone's going to your spa to to release or to, to relax, you don't want, you know, a, a massage therapist's aggression on the day. Adding ble- Bleeding out, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, adding, so how do you mediate that? Inside. Well, I, you know, we, 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 I ask that everybody arrive 30 minutes prior to their services so that they can set up comfortably, they can get centered, and be able to provide their very best. If somebody's having a crisis and just really is not available to provide a really good service, because like you said, I mean, energy is transferable. You can feel it all, you know? So what we do, I mean, Casey, my manager, who's been with me for 18 years, she's also a licensed massage therapist, nail tech esthetician. I'm a licensed massage therapist, nail tech esthetician, and we are always happy to jump in and take over if we need, mm-hmm. you know, because our clients, you know, are our number one priority. So you having a good experience means everything to us. And I will do whatever I have to do. Like I will get on the floor just as fast as anyone, you know? So I'm not above, you know, providing treatments. I'm not above cleaning a toilet. I do it all, <laughs> you know? So yeah, I mean, it's just important. And we have really good communication, you know? So we know if we need to help out and pick up shifts or, you know, change things around, you know? But always making sure that our clients, um, you know, are our number one priority and making sure that we deliver that guest experience that they deserve, you know, is really important to us. And also knowing that, 
um, you know, providing spa services is also healing for us as well, too. So sometimes, you know, you can really mutually give each other what you need without knowing, you know? That's amazing. I I would have never considered that, but I, I totally get that. Yeah. That would be true. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, sometimes giving feels so much better than receiving, right? So I, th- I told you I'd share an experience. And <laughs> like, as soon as I saw that we were going to do this podcast, I, I had to talk about it just because I wanted, I wanted your reaction on it. <laughs> um, it was... I don't remember what occasion it was. It might have been Christmas or something, but but my girlfriend purchased a, a spa or like a, a massage for me. And so I got done with my work day here and I went back to Jacksonville where I live and you know, rushed in, but I was like the last uh, slot. And so I'm I'm an empathetic person. I'm also very social. I will talk with anybody ad nauseum and it's hard to get me to shut up. Um, <laughs> amen. Uh, and so I get in, I get into um, this last slot, and the first thing that the therapist says to me was, basically, I mean, you could tell by her by her like body language and everything that she was already kind of checked out. Mm. And the first thing she says was, I, "I apologize if I don't have very much energy. Like I've had a really long day, and it's been stressful, um, and I'm just trying to like get through it, right?" Mm. And like I said, I'm, a, I'm an empath. And so I immediately go to like, I get that. Like, like again, amen. Like I, like, I know what that's like, but these things aren't cheap. <laughs> and this one was a, was a gift, but it was still like, you know, they're not, they're not cheap. And I'm going here for, for the experience. I'm going here for relaxation. And we end up, the massage was fine like I, I don't really have a whole lot to compare it to but it was fine but but I end up like it's like I'm I'm counseling her the whole time like I'm hearing her whole life all of her stresses um, so I'm already having a mini heart attack yeah like I'm, I'm talking to her <laughs> like it's like the table the, the tables have turned like I'm like interviewing her based like you know oh does this bring you joy what you know what like I'm just trying to get out of her what she needs it's like I'm her therapist in this moment and I'm up for the task, but there's also that part of me where it's like, I'm supposed to be the customer here. This is supposed to be my level of enjoyment. Correct. Like I'm paying for this. Why, right. why am I the one that's, you know, bringing you comfort? And so that's why I kind of asked the question about, you know, people bringing their work lives into it because that's not really the environment that you want that to be no. normal. So No, and that is like a cardinal sin. <laughs> You know, because the way I feel about it is your time, okay, if you're coming to me for a massage, for a 60-minute massage, you are paying me for those 60 minutes to concentrate on you and your needs. So doing that emotional dumping on a client, I would literally like have a heart attack and die. (laughs) And they know that. My team knows that. You know what I mean? And they know like, you know, I listen, I've heard stories. I mean, where people are getting spa treatments and their therapist is like one handedly texting. I would have a mini heart attack again. Like I just, I'm like cell phones really in a treatment room. No, that's not okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that would have been a bad review if it was like, if it was someone that was doing that, like, I don't think I would have like paused about just like lighting that person up, but, but having the conversation, I was much more like, you know, forgiving on a person-to-person well, level. right, because you're an empathetic right. human, you know? That's what we do as empaths. I'm an empath, too. But I just, um, there's just a time and place for everything, and um, that's th- that, that goes along with professionalism and my professional obligation to provide a space for you to come in because that's what you're paying us for, you know? 
so we have to honor that and we have to understand that at this moment in time your client is what comes first not you you know so mm-mm. i mean you could take this like a whole level deeper right i mean it makes me think of the fact that i want if i ever have to have surgery <laughs> i want to have the surgeon who is like focused? Focused on your surgery. Very, very <laughs> focused, clear mind, uh-huh. ready to perform. I don't want the guy who just got into a fight with his wife about something. Yes, yeah, some, yeah, something crazy. Yeah, family member died the day before. Something crazy that just completely disrupted the mindset. I don't want that guy. No, yeah, how, I don't, I don't how want that guy confident doing, are you going to be I in know. your surgery? <laughs> So it's, a, it's definitely an interesting, it's definitely an interesting point for sure. But I think a, a good one. I think it's interesting too, though, because it's just like as small businesses, it's what are what are the frequencies that these things happen, and and what resources do you have to, you know, over overcome them? Because I think on paper you can say what you want to be and and preach that and try to ac- accommodate that but also you've got you've got a business to run and if you have to make these uh, adjustments all the time you know you start questioning do you have the right people and maybe they're right. awesome yeah no they do, totally but. absolutely and and um, you know your mental health and mental stability and being able to be a provider that's able to understand the importance of putting themselves to the side when they have, you know, duties to perform and, mm-hmm. and clients to see because, you know, we get a lot of people that come to the spa that are going through a lot of things that you're not aware of, you know what I mean? So, I mean, and you just don't know and when you start giving them a massage or giving them that 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 healing touch and tears start flowing and you know you don't know what they've got going on but usually they're coming to the spa because they have a concern and they need to relieve that stress and they need to feel that human touch you know to to you know get through whatever it may be that they're getting through you know so can i ask a very outside the box question ask whatever uh, you want this is like gonna be completely out there so i might sorry for our audience who's gonna be like what is he thinking um (laughs) do you have any idea what percentage of clients like from a let's just let's just take a service like a massage Mm -hmm. how many of them want to like actually engage in speaking with the masseuse versus just laying there and being completely silent Okay. Do you well, have any idea? Well, listen, like let's take Clint and Sheena, for instance. <laughs> I'm like, Clint and Sheena. I'm like, Sheena, do you guys want to be in the same room? She's like, no, he likes to talk. I don't. Okay. <laughs> okay. You know, so I think that most clients enjoy that space of silence just because how connected are we in today's world? Yeah. Right? You never get that quiet time because we have these little devices that we carry around everywhere and we're always available, right? Um, so a lot of them really appreciate that quiet. Okay. Um, there That's are, the way I am. When I get a massage, some, like I want to be like yeah, dead silent. Yeah. Do uh, not say <laughs> and, and then you do have those that want to talk. That, that it relaxes them to be able to just talk during their session. So is it pretty fifty fifty or what? No, no I'm gonna I'm more. gonna say that it's probably like eighty twenty. Honestly, disconnected eighty. Disconnected? I think I think yeah, eighty percent okay. of the people I would say like that just quiet. You know, how's the pressure? Have you ever right. been asked that question before? Uh, <laughs> I like that. No, like no, actually, I haven't. Yes. 
kind of disappointed <laughs> yes. me. I thought it would be much more out, out of the box than that. Really? I think I, that's a pretty in the box question. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know. I like. It's not your typical business question. I right? just want to be like present. Like that's my my yeah. whole like when I go there because like I I don't want to be so. Um, relax it like I fall asleep and someone wakes me up and says hey it's over because like, like oh what was the point like I, mean, I might feel better like I, I want to know that I'm being like relieved but I want to be able to focus on the fact that I'm being relieved because that's the enjoyment for, for me mm-hmm. um, I also have this like fear I don't like, like I said I've only ever had two but it's like a unrealized like I'm always afraid to get a massage because it's like for 60 minutes I'll it's like I'm awakened to all the aches and pains and things I feel. And then now, as soon as those 60 minutes over, now I'm just going to be aware that I feel like that. You know, it's like, yeah. <laughs> it's like I, I, I was lying to myself before I got the massage and didn't even know it. And now you've just brought this awareness that I am completely uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, maybe I don't want to do that. And I don't know. Maybe I'm just weird. No, I love it. I just, I, I like the idea of, of a whole, or maybe not a whole day, but like, I mean, that sounds great too, but like a, an experience, like getting getting to be able to go there and, and having uh, a larger amount of time than just what's booked for a massage slot. Yeah, and so I highly recommend the Diddy style package. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm sure that you do. It's well, a two hour massage, okay. a facial, and you get a bottle of Vouve champagne with I'm cheese a sucker and for crackers, Vouve. so it's pretty nice. Highly recommend it. Yeah, I need to get Clint to comp me one. I I know. Yeah, we don't talk about that here, but yeah. (laughs) If I was going to make a purchase from Clint, I feel like he should throw that in. That's what we're saying. Hey, Clint, don't mess that up. (laughs) When I buy buy Colin a handbag, I'm saying I should get a Diddy style package. Uh, Do you have like any? Is there like a? you know, in the, this game of customer service and the customer experience, there's always some like radical customer experience that you just remember. It was like this crazy story. I, I just, I'm just curious. Is there like some insane customer experience story that you remember over all of these years? I gotta imagine that there's only one customer that has a spa package named after him. Actually, there's two. Okay. 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 Actually, there's two. There's also the Judy. Judy was one of our very first clients ever and she's amazing so we have the Judy and it's a three hour massage dang yeah cool cause she could never get enough right that would be me, <laughs> that would be me. um yes actually this is kind of crazy okay I own a day spa we love people right we love just harmonious loving supporting <laughs> Unifying. Okay, even this is really because I'm like calling by this. And then all of a sudden, I get this email from this girl. This is years ago, and I'll never forget it. Basically, saying she left the nastiest review ever. Right? Had never been to my spa. Literally told me that if she, we would give her a spa package and it was valued at like 350 some dollars that then she would take the, she blackmailed me over spa services basically. Mm-hmm. So she said she would take the review down if we did that. I was like, I could not believe it. Like I could not believe that somebody would do that. Like that's a true story, it's crazy. Like, What did you do? I mean, 
What do you mean? What did I do? Did you you didn't cave? <laughs> I I no. I called her out because okay. I was just like. Did you no. think about caving? Caving? Yeah, like like giving her yeah. the package to take it down. Absolutely no not. No way. Like, I was just Absolutely curious. Not. Never. No, because her email at the time. What was it? It was like. I get things for free or something like that was her AOL. This is back in the AOL days. Um, But yeah, it was crazy. But I know I did not. I did not cave. And actually, I um, I pursued it through. I don't remember. I mean, I wasn't Google at the time. I don't remember where it was. Maybe. I don't remember what, what, what social media platform at the time it was, because it was like way back in the day. And it was like. MySpace. Not MySpace. I know. I'm thinking MySpace. Um, uh, no, it was like for a business one. I mean, I don't know. How long has Yelp been around? A bit, yeah. A bit, yeah. Not social media. But okay, like, yeah. It's like a review. Yeah, something nice. like that. But anyway, but I contacted them, and I mean, I like went after her, like, because I was just like, that is so wrong. And basically, and then what I did was I blasted her. Like, I copied what she had sent me in the email and, you know, posted it because I was like, this is so wrong. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But yeah, it was really crazy. Being blackmailed over spa services. <laughs> I'm interested. In, <laughs> extortion, hey. spa, spa service extortion. <laughs> right. I'm interested in your take on 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 that like a little bit further, but just reviews in general in this day, because um, mm-hmm. what I want to believe is that people have such an amazing experience there. They're getting pampered that they have nothing bad to say, but I also can imagine scenarios where expectations are so built up that they're impossible may be impossible to achieve. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So how do you how do you navigate this world where people will maybe not to that extreme but leave reviews maybe unjust but maybe they're trying to get something free out of it or maybe they're being unrealistic in, in what they're putting because their expectations were too high and how do you just navigate that from a uh, PR customer service standpoint well, without I, devaluing your services. Right, right. So, I mean, you know, we're human. Sometimes we do fall short and I'm the first to own it. You know what I mean? Like I always try to find out exactly what happened before I make an assumption or before I reach out to the client. Um, but I always try to get, you know, the story from both sides. Um, but I also am really grateful for any feedback, whether it's good or bad, because that's how we grow. Um, But, you know, we do ask, we send out an email um, with a link to Google reviews, and we do ask that if you feel like you have received less than a five-star service, to please reach out to us first so we can make it right for you, Mm -hmm. so we can figure out what we can do to make it right for you before leaving a bad review because this is the thing. You know, I had this conversation with my manager the other day because I was like, you know, so these business reviews, right, they're they're, they're all reviews about the business, but it's actually maybe a therapist that did something. So it's never just a review about the therapist. It's a business review, you know? So it's like whatever anybody does affects us, right, as a, as a, as a team. So we just always, you know, I'm always open. I always want to hear, and I always want to make it right. You know, you know sometimes um, people's personalities may not jive on... Um, you know, you've got, you you can go and get a massage from somebody and their hands fit amazing. Like you just have that perfect massage because, you know, your hands and their body just go together perfectly. And then, you know, you might have a massage by somebody that it just wasn't quite 
the right match? You know, so I want to know because guess what? I have a ton of therapists. Maybe that therapist, particular therapist, isn't the right one for you, but I can match you with somebody that might be better. Right. You know, so feedback is really important and I take the good and the bad and I'm the first one to own you know, own it if we have fallen short. Now, yes, there are people that want to complain about every little thing, and you know, we do our best to Clint. accommodate things. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> Luckily, Clint always has a fabulous experience. Um, but yeah, you know, that's how I handle that. I, I think there's a difference between a you know maybe not having a five star experience, but but still being a five star business. Mm-hmm. And and what I think about is, and I think it it might be similar to to an experience that like you offer in a business like yours, but like I have a lot of friends in the wedding industry. Uh-huh. And with that, it's a it's a one time shot. Like, I mean, you, right. I mean you, you hope it's a one time shot. Yeah. What, wedding, <laughs> what, wedding should be the one the one time and, and you, you go into that with all these expectations and you want them to be met. And like you said, some things are human, some things are out of your control. If you're, the times I'm thinking of specifically recently that I've heard of are, are like florals that didn't come out the way that they were supposed mm-hmm. to. And it gets to a point where it's like the day of and there's only so much that can be done. Right. And those things happen. But what's important to me, and I say this as a consumer, but also as somebody that's had to do the uh, mediation with reviews and run business and stuff like that before is like it's it's not it's not so much that they happen it's how is it handled and Correct. and when you've got a one shot thing like like a wedding like you you can't go back and fix it Mm-mm. but you have opportunities to show that you care show Correct. that you're apologetic make it right absolutely, in the end absolutely and so leaving a review like I didn't have a five-star experience this time, but I worked with Colin and his team and and they're absolutely a five-star business and I, I would absolutely recommend them to you, mm-hmm. I think is a very fine review to leave, but I think it starts with what you said. It's like you've got to try to work it out with the management and owners yeah, first. exactly. Give us an opportunity to make it right. That's what I wish people would do, you know, before just leaving a review that can really damage that rating that you've worked so hard to get, right? In fact, I'll give you a little story. Three days ago, I got a three-star review. I'm like, I've been getting so many five-star reviews, I couldn't believe it, right. you know? I was like, what? And so I had my manager call her because she didn't leave any comment. And when she left, she was super happy and she tipped. And So it was just one of those like blank, like so-and-so left three stars and yeah. there's no. Yeah, so we, I was just Why like. Why do people do that? I don't know. So so I'm like we need I need to know. I need to know why she felt that we were just a three star that she you know her service was just three star. So I had my manager reach out to her, you know what I mean? And so we're going to figure it out and we're going to work it out and we're going to make it right mm-hmm. because I want you to have a good experience every time. That is our goal, you know? It's definitely it's definitely tough like it is. I don't think I, we, we all know what a keep the keyboard warrior is, and it's a lot easier to leave. Uh, you know, you, you leave a negative review for every bad experience, but how many positive experiences do you have that you leave a positive review, and it's it's severely skewed, right. and and yes. that needs Very to be skewed. better. But I think we're all guilty of that. Yes. Um, to some levels, but but that's definitely it's it's one of those things that I think every every business owner manager encounters is that review game, and and you know there's the idea of being slave to the review, you don't wanna like give away your whole, you know, start giving away stuff for free on on no premise. I think I, I go back to early early um, on and when, when Colin was grooming me might be the best way to, but like, you know, he, 
he did a good job of instilling us like uh, whether it's a dollar, you know, first was core values, like it, like whatever decision you make, if it's on the core values, I might at the end of the day educate you on how I would have made that decision. But if you made them right. based on this, then right. I'm never going to penalize you. Right. Right. And then we and then we put a dollar amount to this, saying, hey, if you've got to yes. make a customer service yes. decision, yes that's under this threshold, then just go ahead and make it. You don't have to get supervision, right. right? Right, And then as I got to be general manager and CEO, he started telling me like, how how do you value your time? And I started looking at things from a different lens and it was like, I could spend two hours going through this and arguing with a customer because I know that they don't really have a leg to stand on but that's two hours of my time at this value when I could go out and get a sale, three sales in that time that will completely erase this. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes it's just easier to bite your tongue and give them what you want. But even in doing that, it's how do you make sure that they know there's still strength there, that you're not gonna let them do this all the time. That it, whether it's a note on file or it's we a- We just choose our words very carefully and we always choose kindness. You can be very kind, but also truthful, right? right? And, um, you know, I reply to every single review personally. Um, that's something that I take super serious, you know? And so I'm, I'm committed to making sure that, you know, you're, you're getting what you're supposed to get. Now, you know, there are those that are just out there to get free, free course, stuff, unfortunately. Right. You know, I mean, that's just the way it is. But you can pretty much... You, you can figure you can that out real out. quick. I'm totally. going to leave you a one-star review if you do not give me a massage <laughs> for hey, free. Listen, I have been threatened before. <laughs> <laughs> so I was going to ask one more uh, on that front before like, call it. I went to, uh, dude, I'm super proud of you. That was like... Oh, for actually learning something from you? Oh yeah, I'm proud of you too. I was like listening to you go off this. I'm like, wow, like, I did a really good job. <laughs> Somebody come over here and pat me on the back. There you go. Because yeah, we never get that, do uh, we? No, no, no. And, and I'll, I'll, be, really I'll tell you, I don't either. I'm like, wow, man. I know. I'm like, good job. So I'll let Colin jump back in after this one. But have you ever had to fire a customer? Yes, absolutely. What was that like? Was it like a crazy experience? Or was it just somebody that was just, you could never make happy? It was a little bit of a crazy experience. And it was somebody that, you know, just wanted, was just never happy. Nothing we did was good enough. So I kindly told them that, unfortunately, I didn't think that Spa Royale was the best spa for them. And I would, I, I wish them well in finding their, their new, their new home. Do you, re, do you reserve the, the power to fire a customer? Yes. Like it's, but it's, it's, is it just you on, on your whole team or do you have management that's able to do it too? Oh or? no, management's able to do it. We have, okay. we have this really cool feature on our software. It's actually a red hand. Stop. <laughs> that's <awesome. Restricted>. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> we actually have to wrap up. Oh, well, <laughs> like, went back. Really, really away quick. with it. That was awesome. Went I mean, quick. Was great, quick. great conversation. Um, where can our audience connect with you? Where can they, you know, buy from you? I mean, uh, you have a website full of services yeah. and these boxes. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. where, what's the best way to connect? So, um, Instagram is where I live. Um, okay. It's Spa Royale Day Spa. Um, Facebook Spa Royale, um, my spa. And that's box. don't don't forget com. the E on Royale. That's right. Don't forget the E on Royale. Um, but yeah, spa Royale dot com. Spa Royale dot 
Clint.net yep. is where you can book services. Yep. yep, you can book services. We highly recommend the Clint. The Diddy Style. The Diddy Style package. Get it right, get it right. Diddy <laughs> Style. <laughs> the one and only. Uh, that's awesome. <laughs> hey, and guess what? London, their baby. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, so cute. Yes, she's she is. got She's got her own role at Fuji Sushi. It's called the London Roll. <laughs> I did see that too. Uh-huh, I thought uh-huh, you were going to tell uh-huh. me she has her own uh, massage package Ooh. too. And I was like, what is that she, like? She will. She will. I know she will. You're going to start doing like infant massages, toddler massages. No, Clint and Sheen will be the ones that make that happen, I'm sure. It's awesome. That entrepreneurial <laughs> they would. spirit. They would, yeah. <laughs> I love it. Well, thanks so much for coming on the show. This is awesome. Aw, thanks for having me, guys. I really appreciate yeah, it. Absolutely. And we, we appreciate you coming. And, uh, you know, mad love to James Leitner, Sarah Lentz, and my co-host, Michael Dees. Yes, sir. Yeah. For all of your hard work. Really appreciate it. And if you guys were driving and didn't have a chance to write down the information of our incredible sponsors that make this show possible, not a problem. Go to whoagnv.com slash sponsors or simply click the link in the show notes of this episode. And you guys, this podcast episode is coming to you because of our incredible friends at Dar Shackow Insurance. The Dar Shackow Insurance crew takes care of all the insurance needs for our companies and for all of my needs personally as well. They just got me a discount on my auto insurance because they were able to bundle it with my homeowner's bundle insurance. Baby. Let's go. <laughs> you know, I mean, as, as a business owner and this bundling and all the I insurance. I love it. I'm dude, all about gotta, it. <laughs> gotta do it. Uh, do you have an umbrella policy? Uh, I've seen John Dar posting a lot about umbrella policies lately. <laughs> so if you don't, make sure you give them a call today. We're so grateful for these guys. So be sure to check them out for all of your insurance needs by visiting them at darshackowinsurance.com or give them a call at 352-338-0552. And of course, like I said, their link is in our show notes. So if it's easier for you guys to go to the show notes, do that, or you can just go to whoagnv.com slash sponsors. You'll see a link right there to Darshackow Insurance. We, we got you guys all taken care of. And make sure when you give them a shout, you say, I heard you on the WHOA GNV podcast. The podcast bringing you businesses and individuals that make you go, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, whoa. We will see you later. Bye. Yeah.